coming to you live from the Kintech studio. Kintech Footwear and Orthotics, Canada's favorite orthotics provider, supported by over 2,500 five-star Google reviews. Find your perfect fit at Kintech.net. I'm Bick, Ryan, Dom running the show today. As always, you're part of it as well. 650, 650 into the Dunbar Lumber text message inbox. Dunbar Lumber with three stores to serve you in Ladner on Bridge Street, Dunbar Lumber Express at Ladner Center or Arbutus in Vancouver online at DunbarLumber.com. A lot coming up today on the show and the rest of the way on Sportsnet 650 today. You'll hear from the Abbotsford Canucks later today against the Calgary Wranglers. So it'll get uh, underway at 7 o'clock. Uh, you'll hear that game here on Sportsnet 650. Uh, we'll touch on uh, some Canucks stuff later on with Ian McIntyre when he joins the show. But uh, plenty of coming your way uh, here on Sportsnet 650, plus NHL playoffs as well. After we are done, Canuck Central all this week. Hanging out at noon this week, so you won't hear Sat and Dan at 4 o'clock today. Uh, if you missed him, grab them on the podcast, uh, including Canucks Talk, which is off right now, but you can subscribe to that. Halford and Bruff, PDO Cast, you just heard, Merrick's show, and of course, The People Show as well. Five-star reviews only. But I do want to start uh, with a big day for the NFL. Aaron Rodgers officially met with media today. Now, you'll recall a few weeks ago when this started to develop, he came out of the darkness. He did his big hit on Pat McAfee's show, which he does regularly, and it was referenced multiple times today uh, when he was meeting with New York media. You know, my my thing is, it's not that he's not a great talent, and it's not that he's not going to win some games, and maybe he pushes him to the Super Bowl. You know, my worry in, in all this has always been, He's also high maintenance, Aaron Rodgers. And today, this press conference, it, it just exhibited that he is the constant conundrum. Because there was a lot of fantastic stuff to come out of that press conference, and we'll play some of it back. And yet, there's also infuriating moments, which outlines that Aaron Rodgers is about Aaron Rodgers. And you're constantly going to have to massage the ego, manage situations, and be considerate of someone who now holds a lot of power in this organization. A great deal. And even just how everything unfolded. We'll get to what was said, but even just how everything unfolded. Joe Douglas and Robert Sala at the introductory press conference didn't say a word. They weren't even really asked, but it was obvious. But Aaron Rodgers has got more power at the New York Jets than the GM and the coach. And my worry has always been, does absolute power corrupt for Aaron Rodgers? He's getting his wish, and hey, Jets fans should be psyched because this is the type of move you want your organizations to make. Be ambitious. Make big swings. Take chances. Show, show that competing matters to you. And they've done that. They're putting their jobs on the line. We'll get to that in just a minute. But they're doing that. And that's fun, and it's exciting, and they might win some games here. But he is the constant conundrum. You can be this prodigious talent, but it does require maintenance. And I can't just 
sit back and focus on myself if I'm the coach or the GM because I also have to be focused on you, that you're making the right decisions, that I don't have to handle situations that crop up. You want to be part of the team, but your actions require handling. And you can be out of this real world on the field, but off the field, how much of my time is being monopolized by having to deal with you? He's non-committable playing beyond one year. But he also wants to be referred as not a savior. So if you're only here for one year, you quite literally have to be the savior to win because the only way this is a success is if you win a Super Bowl. So if you want the legacy, which you talked about frequently today, you have to understand the components that go into that. And he got that wrong today. Even just something as simple as, you know, Woody Johnson, who, by the way, the owner of the New York Jets, was giddy to start this press conference that, hey, they got Aaron Rodgers. He was psyched, walked away, and Aaron Rodgers kind of thought, oh, this guy's not shaking my hand. The owner had to come back, and Aaron Rodgers doesn't get up to shake his hand. That's, like, stuff like that, that's maintenance. That's a guy who's put himself at the top of the power structure of an organization like the New York Jets, who haven't handled stuff like this well. If you're the New England Patriots, it's fine. Tom Brady, one of Tom Brady's best gifts was that he was very obedient to his coach, Bill Belichick. And that's what made him so coachable. And that's why they had so much success. The power structure of the organization should not go QB, owner, coach, GM. And that's the way it looks right now if you're the New York Jets. And he got into a lot of different things throughout the course of his press conference. And I mentioned, you know, one of the things that Aaron Rodgers likes to do is he likes to have his guys around. And he talked about the motivations of wanting to get out of Green Bay and play in New York. And he mentioned his relationship with Nathaniel Hackett. Here's what uh, Rodgers had to say in his opening press conference with New York media about his relationship with with Nathaniel Hackett. A big reason I'm here, i got to mention, is Nathaniel Hackett, who's here. Uh, Hack and I became really close friends for three—excuse uh, <clears throat> me, three years—in in Green Bay, and I love him like a brother, and I believe in him, and I'm uh, really happy to be back working with him again. Again, Aaron Rodgers just wants his buddies. I'm not disputing that they can't have success, and that the relationship is special, but this requires them going. Their process is them hiring your friends. You want to go get Alan Lazard? You want to go do all these other things? This is starting to look like you just want your buddies. That's part of the maintenance required with having Aaron Rodgers. It's not the New York Jets way. It's the Aaron Rodgers way. And he talked about not trying to be a savior as well. I want to play this back because this answer is really great. It's a fantastic quote, and he says all these right things, and then he ends it with, hey, I'm not going to be a savior. I'm going to play another clip after that of why this is important. But here's what Aaron Rodgers talked about today about not being a savior. Well, it's joy. You know, you want to be having fun with what you're doing. Uh, if you're not enjoying it, then it's time to do something else. And I think the opportunity to work with Nathaniel again, to work with Robert, um, to, uh, to be around Joe, to be around the Johnsons and, and the vision they have for the team, I think the excitement of a new chapter uh, has really been fueling my off-season workout so far and just the overall excitement level. Um, I've mentioned the Jets fans, an incredibly passionate group. I'm excited to meet them, uh, to play in front of them, 
Um, but to be a part of something special is what keeps you coming back. And I think this is this is building right now. And what Coach has done the last couple of years, uh, he's building something special the right way with the right values, uh, the right type of leadership. And I think I can just fit in perfectly. I'm not here to be a savior of any kind. I'm just here to be uh, the best quarterback I can be to lead authentically and to inspire the guys around me to raise their level of play to uh, to an even greater greater spot. That, that That's a tremendous answer. Everything up until I'm not here to be a savior is a little odd because minutes before you talked about winning in New York and winning in Green Bay and what how great that feels and what it does for your legacy. And even went to so far to even talk about how the Super Bowl three trophy is looking a little lonely. Here's that clip. I grew up watching old VHS tapes of uh, of the Super Bowls. And so obviously I know about the guarantee and, and Broadway Joe. Been a while since then. I noticed uh, walking in this morning that that uh, Super Bowl three trophy is looking a little lonely. So, right. You're you're putting Super Bowl stakes on the line. You literally have to be there to be the savior. I'm a little worried Aaron Rodgers doesn't get what what this is all about. And the moment that everyone's going to talk about from that clip is when asked, he mentioned on Pat McAfee's show, hey, Packers didn't get a hold of me. The whole whole tone of the offseason changed when the Packers couldn't get a hold of me. And when asked about uh, why they couldn't get a hold of him. Here's what Aaron Rodgers had to say about his cell service. Well, I mean, I don't know if I need to really get into the specifics. Um, I will say people that know me, uh, I'm fortunate to live in a, in a beautiful house. The only downside is I have very limited cell service. So if you want to get a hold of me, I have to see your face. you got to FaceTime me. Uh, so the only response to, to the communication thing is, there's, you know, records in your phone about who called you, when, FaceTime. And there wasn't any specific FaceTimes from any of those numbers that I was looking at. Um, that's neither here nor there because we're now we're at this position. Um, obviously, that's somehow, you know, what uh, the direction they wanted to go as far as they couldn't, the story, they couldn't get a hold of me, which led for this to, to be the case. My point was if, if there was a change that wanted to be made, uh, why wasn't that told to me early in the offseason? Now, obviously, my future was undecided at that time. I didn't know if I wanted to keep playing. I wanted to go into my darkness retreat and, and sit with it and contemplate. Um, but when I came out, it was evident that uh, it was uh, retire or move on to a new team. Cell service. We're talking about a man who makes uh, well over $40 million a year. His agent can't get a hold of him. Packers can't contact the agent. It's, it's got to be the Packers FaceTiming you. It's, it's the constant conundrum of, yes, you can be so great, but you can't problem solve to put a landline in the phone if this is such a big – a landline in the house if this is such a big deal. It's all these little things. And sure enough, you know, Packers execs were asked about it. and says, hey, we're just trying to move on. Certainly we try to communicate. I really don't know what to say to that. It's just nonsense, and this is what you get to deal with now if you're a Jets fan, like our guy Dominic Schermatti. Dom, how are you? I'm good, Vic. I can't help but sit here and feel like uh, you're, A, a little salty. I'm not entirely sure why Aaron Rodgers no, it's, it's, left it's... a distaste in your mouth. 
Because people want to appreciate his talents, and he's got to do all this other nonsense, like lie on the podium and be like, oh, my, you know, I'm rich, but I don't have cell service. I mean, listen. Well, you don't, well, you don't have Wi-Fi at home, Aaron? Like, what is happening? We, we... He, he gets so mad at the reporting by everyone, and then he's like, hey, I don't want to go into specifics, but then goes into, into specifics about, hey, if you check the call logs. Well, now, now someone's going to ask the Packers, hey, did you try to FaceTime Aaron Rodgers? Did you try getting in touch with the agent? It's lies at the podium. Listen, we we were locked down in the pandemic, and we all watched The Last Dance, and we all marveled at the pettiness of Michael Jordan and what he had to do to motivate himself. And it just it comes across in the same manner. But the only difference okay. is one has won six rings, and the other one's won one. And, and one only is- been to one Super Bowl, right? This is about maintaining excellence. And he... Yeah, he's won MVPs, but you got to win Super Bowls. But again, he doesn't want to be the savior. He doesn't want to be the savior. He just He's just there to have a good time. Well, if you're asking me about that comment, it doesn't. It comes across as someone who's not trying to, how would you say, like put all the the team shor- shor- sorely on his uh, on his on his shoulders. But. You know, football's the ultimate team game. It's not just about Aaron Rodgers. It's it's down to the entire team and management and, staff. And all staff. of Aaron Rodgers' actions dictate that it's about Aaron Rodgers. I That's what this is. I don't see it that way. I'm sorry. And look, I, 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 I can I can relate a little bit. Hey, I'm late 30s. I'm not necessarily have the most responsibilities in the world like Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't have to be accountable to a lot of people in his life. I can relate to that, right? But at the same time, this the way this has all transpired for multiple seasons. This isn't just a one off season thing. This has gone on for multiple years. You mentioned the last dance, like him and Devontae Adams posted on Instagram last dance this season, and he's played this out for multiple years. Will I? Won't I come back? This is a ongoing trend in Aaron Rodgers' behavior, and this is the thing when we're talking about winning Super Bowls, and you're now in a conference with Trevor Lawrence emerging, Patrick Mahomes obviously there. Justin Herbert, on and on, Joe Burrow. You're in competition with those guys. Playoffs aren't even a guarantee for Aaron Rodgers. A lot of things need to go right for the New York Jets, for them to even get to the playoffs, let alone win Super Bowls. This element of having to be handled is not in accordance with everyone in lockstep working towards a Super Bowl. What do you mean be handled? Aaron Rodgers requires maintenance. That, that, that's what this is about. And good organizations, as I mentioned from the top, run top-down. This is topsy-turvy. Aaron Rodgers is calling the shots for everyone. Yeah, but it again, it sounds to me like a guy that just wants clarity on everything and wants to know what's going on, left, right, and center. And I think that's what the Packers failed to provide him, is that they, they kept him in the dark, no pun intended, and he just got to a point where he just had enough of it and wanted to leave. And if the New York Jets want to beckon or um, cater to his beck and call and, and, and give him everything he's asking for, rightfully so. He's earned that right. He's, an, he's a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback that can provide this team a chance to win a Super Bowl. Like there are, Athletes by nature are high maintenance, some more than others, but they are, they are absolutely – uh, high maintenance with things like their diet, their exercise, their body, you name it. Yes, and, and, and the team provides all of that. Yes, so how is this any different? 
Because they had to go out again. Is this Joe Douglas wanting Nathaniel Hackett? Is this Robert Sala wanting okay, I, Aaron Rodgers? Is I'm, this all these things? Like he, he's he's forced this move. He only wanted to play in one spot. All these elements. I'm glad. Okay? I'm glad you brought that up because I understand how it can look when a guy is looks like he's calling his shots and he wants this coach and mm-hmm. this wide receiver and whatnot. If you have a one-year window to win a Super Bowl, do you not want to hit the ground running? And what better way to hit the ground running than surrounding yourself with guys who understand you, your offense, and what, what, uh, what things to do best to get the most out of you? It, there is a learning process when you come into a new system and a new, new group, a new room, and everyone has to learn about each other. So it, it makes complete sense to me that you would bring in guys that are familiar with Aaron Rodgers and that Aaron Rodgers is familiar with because you, you have a limited amount of time to capitalize on this season and you cannot put any hurdles in his way. You have to give him the most amount of runway possible so that you hit week one winning. There's the other part there's of- no time to learn here. Sure, and and look, that's absolutely valid. And this is also all all going to come down to wins and losses, right? Yes, absolutely. That's, that, that, that's all that matters here. The 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 other part of you know, why do I think Aaron Rodgers is high maintenance? You just mentioned like this is a for sure Hall of Famer, four time MVP guy. In in how many leagues do teams try to trade guys that are this good? That are, again, first ballot Hall of Famers, legacy franchise. You're the face of the quarterback. Why are the Green Bay Packers getting rid of him? Is it maybe because they've had to maintain him for too long? I mean, we. Because they've had to cater everything towards him for so long. And that's not how their organization does things. That someone didn't want to be a Green Bay Packer anymore or play under the ideals of the Green Bay Packers. That's what this screams like. We see this, Vic, we see this every day in the NBA. This is not new to professional sports. And now we're seeing Wait, 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 wait. How many players how many players in the NBA are at Aaron Rodgers' level? Uh, at least right? 20, like it, it's, 20, it's one 30. thing it's one thing for it's whoa, whoa. We're talking about one of the best players at his position. Like it's one thing for Russell Westbrook to cause up a stir a stir. He can say, Hey, look, you're talented, but you're not multi MVP multi is not alone though. Kevin Durant, no, no, I... for example. Um, Kyrie but we're talking, Irving. Like, I want the elite again. Kyrie Irving is nowhere close to accomplished as Aaron Rodgers is. In what his do you sport. mean? Of course he is. He's... Kyrie Irving has one championship where he was the side partner. I mean, like we're talking about like best player at your position conversation. Kyrie Irving is not close to being the best point guard in his position ever. I don't know. I think a lot of people would say Kyrie Irving is the best ball handler in the NBA history. Yeah, ball handler. That's a trait. We're talking about like greatness here. He is I take great. John Stockton over Kyrie Irving every single time. I want to win championships. I don't know about that one, but again, I do that. Are are the are the Oilers being like, you know what? Let's let's trade McDavid right now. Are are the Angels trading Trout? Because if if you're really great, teams will concede every time. If you're if you're first ballot Hall of Famer, multi MVP. Teams will concede, and the Packers at this stage are, you know what? We're good. We're good. And uh, 650, 650, Tyler and Chilliwack. Sounds like you're describing Russell Wilson. Well, we know how that went last year for the Denver Broncos. This one's ever since Green Bay drafted Jordan Love, uh, Aaron Rodgers has not given a crap at all. Uh, and, yeah, and look, again, he said a lot of great stuff today about being self-motivated, re-energized about this opportunity, and that's the right mindset 
to approach it, but there's also a lot of things that uh, deserve valid and fair criticism, like not having cell service at your house. I got a text, 650-650 as well. Uh, In fairness, reception in lots of parts of Metro Vancouver is terrible. Not Rogers, though. Not Rogers. No, we have great cell service. Yeah. But, look, (laughs) we're not all making uh, $40 million. No, exactly. If if cell service is a real problem in your life, I think you'll find a way when you have forty million dollars to solve it. Yeah, and and there are people that can get his contact. He's got an agent. Uh, who was the NFL reporter that uh, got got into contact with him? Adam Schefter. Schefter. Yeah. So Shefty. If Shefty can get in contact with him. Oh, and by the way, yeah, he mentioned that he got that text message. That was cell service excellent. wasn't so bad. Yeah, that was a good that was a good job. I like that one. Just it's, it's it's just nonsense. Just just play football, Aaron. Just play football. I mean, this is off season stuff, right? Like it's 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 fun for a moment, and then once the football starts, it kind of all fades to the background, and and the play on the field is what takes takes the majority of the focus. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, I wanted to get into Arsenal uh, Man City. That was oh. a good match uh, for for four minutes. Bottle job. <laughs> Actually, let's get into that later on in the show. Uh, Ian McIntyre is going to join us on the other side. The Triple Threat. You see him on uh, TV. You obviously listen to him on radio. And you read his stuff at sportsnet.ca. I believe he's working on a mailbag as well. So you can get those submissions in on his Twitter. At IMAC Sportsnet. Uh, that's uh, coming up in a few minutes. But again, later today... Abbotsford Canucks going to be on your airwaves here on Sportsnet 650 against the Calgary Wranglers. Uh, good news in Calgary, getting a new uh, entertainment center, a new chance for uh, the Flames to play in a new rink, but uh, it's neither here nor there. It's not for us to discuss. We're focused on the Abbotsford Canucks. Their playoff march uh, continues, which you'll hear later today on Sportsnet 650. Also on the way, uh, NHL playoffs at the top of the hour. But before then, we will talk to Ian McIntyre on the other side here on the People Show. Keep getting your thoughts in. 650-650 into the Dunbar Lumber text message inbox. Back in a minute, home of the Canucks, Sportsnet 650.